The following is brought to you by friends and partners of Otano Team Ministries. This is what I wanted to get to in the first part. Having a form of godliness and all of these characteristics. Hello, this is Pastor Michael Otano, and you're watching Revival Now. Today is the second installment in the message, The Sin of Jeroboam. If you were with us last week, we looked at the first king of Israel, and we saw how God promised Jeroboam that he was going to do great things in the life of Jeroboam. And yet Jeroboam made some decisions that were so offensive to God that God said he would wipe them off of the face of the earth and all those that were related to him. It's interesting because the center message of Jeroboam, what he did, he began to violate that which was sacred to God, where they were designed to come to Jerusalem and worship. Or rather, Jeroboam's spirit is designed to break up the assemblings of ourselves, coming to church and being a part of the local body of Christ. It is important that we understand that as believers that God has designed for us to come together and worship that the corporate anointing would minister in our lives and that we would be accountable to God in a very intimate way. Let's go to the service already in progress and learn about the sin of Jeroboam. I'm not even going to consider of allowing another generation to come through you. Look at verse number 10. Therefore, behold, I will bring evil upon the house of Jeroboam and will cut off from Jeroboam him that pees against the wall and him that shuts up the, the left in Israel and will take away the remnants of the house of Jeroboam. He said the remnants, the smallest of people, if they're in the bloodline, God says I'm going to cut it totally out. There's got to be a reverence for God. There has to be an allness for God. There has to be a respect for God. There has to be a fear for God. There has to be a recognition. Listen, I preach a grace message and I talk about how Jesus loves you and how Jesus is going to forgive you that when you come to him, but that Jesus that's so forgiving that I preach about and that blood that was shed to reach you is that same Jesus that's coming back and flaming fire and taking vengeance on them that know not God nor obeyed our gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. That that same Jesus is coming back on the white horse the Bible says and he's coming to fight against this world and he's coming to fight against this culture and anyone that refuses to bow their knee at this time Jesus is coming back to be against all of them and he's going to overthrow them all. He's going to overthrow the Antichrist in his system. He's going to overthrow the culture. He's going to overthrow all the enemies and all the nations that thought that they could stand before him because they rejected his compassion. They rejected his truth. They rejected his spirit. Why? Because of the spirit of Jeroboam that's still lurking today. He says in verse 11, him that dieth of Jeroboam in the city shall the dogs eat. And him that dieth in the field shall the fowls of the air eat. Remember, Jeroboam was a king. When a king would die, 
they would always give an honorable burial to the kings. Even Jezebel, when Jezebel died, Jehu ordered for people to pick up her bones and to bury her. And she was a wicked queen. But with Jeroboam, God says, he's not going to get any, any respectful burial. And anyone from his lineage, if they die, wherever they die, there in the field they would stay. Because God loathes that spirit of Jeroboam. For the Lord has spoken it. Arise thou, therefore get thee to thy own house. This is the prophet speaking to Jeroboam's wife. Watch what he says It's going to happen. And when thy feet enter into the city, your child is going to die. Get to your house, but when you get over there, your child is going to die. And all Israel shall mourn for him and bury him. For he only of Jeroboam shall come to the grave because of him. Therefore, found some good thing towards the Lord God of Israel in the house of Jeroboam. So what was the sin of Jeroboam? What were the categorical offenses that stirred the indignation of God. Let's look at it at 1 Kings chapter number 12, beginning at verse 28 through 33. Are you ready? Whereupon the king took counsel, and he made two calves of gold and said unto them, It is too much for you to go up to Jerusalem. Behold, thy God... O Israel, which brought thee up out of the land of Egypt. Did you catch that? Listen to what he said. Wherefore the king took counsel and made two calves of gold and said to them, It is too much for you to go up to Jerusalem. He told the people, You no longer have to go to church any longer. You no longer have to come and assemble together anymore. You no longer have to honor the, the presence of God any longer. You no longer have to honor the sacred days that God has placed before you. Instead of coming to church, he began to order the people, you stay at home and you worship from home. This is why this whole thing with COVID hit. It was nothing more than the spirit of Jeroboam. You can go ahead and go to the store. You can go ahead and go to the restaurant. You can go ahead and go to your family's house. But don't assemble together in the church. It was a spirit of Jeroboam that's still alive today. Influencing and affecting people. And there are people that have this spirit of Jeroboam. Well, I just don't go to church anymore. Well, I just struggle. I can worship God from my home. It's the spirit of Jeroboam. It's the edict of Jeroboam. It's what Jeroboam told the people. He said, here are some golden calves. This is the God that brought you out of Egypt. And he started changing the commandments of God. Instead of worshiping together, instead of being faithful to the house of the Lord, instead of loving the gospel, create your own gospel, create your own idea of God just stay home and don't inconvenience yourself Jeroboam was removing the sacrifice principle when it came to God 
He was distorting the gospel that it was no longer about Jehovah's will. It was no longer about God's desire. He was enforcing and imposing on the people that you can follow after the golden calf and worship from your house. And not only that, but worship after your own desires. Not after God's own desires. God said, I hate that spirit. I put you in position. I put you to represent me. I put you to fulfill my desires. You were supposed to fulfill what David did. You were supposed to have a heart after me. You were supposed to consider my desires. But instead of my desires, you threw me away. You threw me to the back. You turned your back on me and started pursuing your own ideas. You created golden calves. You started with all of this idolatry. And yet you put my name on it I know that you're enjoying the broadcast and I wanted to remind you and inform you if you're interested for more content you can visit us on all of our social media platforms you can visit us on YouTube Instagram Facebook or even on our website we're here to revive you and to transform your life God bless why I didn't buy it for a minute. I began to hear people prophesy when COVID hit and they started talking and they started saying God is doing a new thing and God wants people to worship from their homes and, and my spirit, it just wouldn't settle in me. I said, God, I know that's not your will and God, I'm not gonna be afraid of this virus and God, I'm waiting for that opportunity that we can come back together and I told you, I said, God, I won't ever shut the doors again I don't care what happens we're gonna assemble together and we're gonna worship together I'm not gonna shut the doors but I'm going to open the doors because it was a spirit of Jeroboam and it tries to creep on people it tries to get a hold on people it tries to lull you to sleep and get you to stay home you need to shake off the spirit of Jeroboam you need to raise up in your commitment and throw down all the idolatry that is in your life I don't care what you're going through. I don't care how long your days are. I don't care how tired you are. You get yourself to the house of God. You determine I'm going to get there and I'm going to worship God. I'm going to shake off whatever I'm going through because I've made up my mind that I'm going through and I'm going to make it to the other side. That Jeroboam spirit is nothing more than a demonic spirit. A demonic spirit that this mandemic, I mean pandemic, was able to reintroduce to society. People just bought it. Oh, I'm sick. I got to stay home. Last I heard, you come to the house of the Lord when you're sick. Last I read in the Bible, you come to the house of the Lord when you're ill and you call for the elders of the church and you find someone to anoint you that has been chosen and say, anoint me, anoint me, Brother Rosa, anoint me, Brother McKemos, Brother Burns, can you take a minute? Can you anoint me? But you see, the spirit of Jeroboam wants people to stay home wants people to forget about healing, wants people to delude their faith.
to water it all down. This is why we need the voice of elders that know how to worship God. We need the voice of those that help facilitate the revival of old. When they used to go to church five days a week and exalt the name of Jesus, they used to have church till 11.30 at night. It didn't matter that the kids had to go to school because there was somebody that had a spirit of revival that wasn't going to allow a culture to get a hold of them. God's coming back for a church. It's just a remnant. It's not going to be everybody, but it is going to be somebody. And they're going to have the spirit of David. They're going to have a heart of David. They're going to want to come to the house of God. And when they fall, they know to call upon the name of Jesus. They know to enforce the blood. And they refuse to do their own desires, their own will. That's something inside of them that says, God, I want your will. Something inside of them to God, I want to seek after you. God, if no one else is seeking after you, I want to seek after you. God, if no one else wants to do your word, I want to do your word. God, I see the spirit of Jeroboam, and I don't want to surrender over to it. I don't want to turn over to it. God, I'm still looking to you, and I'm refusing to compromise. But that's exactly what we see in our age today, and we see it in the churches all across America because another sin of Jeroboam he began to anoint people into ministry that had no call he began to anoint people in ministry that were not chosen just putting anyone up in business to preach it was supposed to be of the house of Levite but the spirit of Jeroboam says, stay home. It doesn't even matter. And I'll just choose anybody. If you just enforce my way, I'll just choose you. And you don't have to do what Jehovah said to do. And you don't have to be anointed. You just have to preach what I tell you to preach. And it's going to be diluted with the calves. And it's going to be diluted with all of these different gods. And I just wanted to bring confusion on the people. Because as long as I'm in power, I've turned my back on Jehovah. I've turned my back on God. I've created my own gods. And America better wake up. America better wake up. The sleeping church of America better wake up because Jesus is coming and he's going to allow this earth to be hit with something worse than... Why are so many people having so much turmoil? Why is the church turning to so many different things instead of going back to the altar and going back to an experience and trusting God in His Word and living with the sense of peace that has been imparted? We have to understand and we celebrate all the time that the righteousness that we have is the righteousness of Jesus. That it's not our righteousness, it's the righteousness of Jesus. That He became sin, that we would become the one. The righteousness of God. That righteousness is not our righteousness. We celebrate that. We've grown into that. I taught you that. But what I need to really teach you, and what I really need to get you to understand, when I speak about peace, 
the same way the righteousness has come from Jesus. I'm not talking about a peace from this world. I'm not talking about a peace that you can generate. I'm not talking about something that you can do. I'm talking about a peace that comes from the power of the Holy Ghost. because he's not going to allow the spirit of Jeroboam to take out the spirit of David. The Bible's very clear that David was going to be alive and David is a worshiping church. David is a praising church. David is going to have a shout. David is going to have a cry. David is going to have a pursuit. I don't care what you go through. I don't care how bad it is. You better shout and seek after God. I don't care who's coming against you or who hates you. You better raise your hands to the Lord. You better run when it's time to run. I don't care if no one in your family wants to live for him. Don't let the spirit of Jeroboam get a hold of you. Oh God. Deliver us from the spirit of Jeroboam. Oh God, wake up those at CRC that used to be so on fire and so committed. They sought after your will. They sought after your desires. They walked in the vision. They walked in the purpose. But now the spirit of Jeroboam has gotten a hold of them. He began to Raise up the high places, the convenient places. Just worship over here at the high places. I'm going to put one at Bethel. Even though God said to go to Jerusalem. Even though God said to go to the house. Even though God says to forsake not the assembling of yourselves. Don't forsake the assembling of yourselves. For if they sin willfully, there remaineth not a sacrifice. I always wonder, why did God get so upset for the forsaking of coming and worshiping collectively as a body? In Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25. Put that up there real quick. Hebrews chapter 10. Verse 25 and 26, look at that. Forsake not the assemblies of ourselves as a manner of some is, but to exhort one another. And so much the more as you see that day approaching. So as you see that day approaching, that as we're moving towards the culmination of the second coming of Jesus as you see the culture that is just immersed and under this trance where they've turned from all holy commitments unto God he says forsake not the assemblings of yourself and not only that but he says as you see that day coming so much the more in other words assemble more together don't assemble less together Become more together that one of your strengths are is going to be together as the body of Christ. Verse 26. Give me verse 26. For if we sin willfully, 
If we sin willfully, if we decide to say, no, I'm not going to assemble. I'm just going to stay home. I'll watch it online. Those that are watching online that could have been here, I love you, but you better ask God to forgive you. Because you got the spirit of Jeroboam on you. You've allowed a lazy spirit to get a hold of you. You're affecting the body of Christ because we are commanded to come together. For if we sin willfully, after that we have received the knowledge of the truth. What's the truth? That Jesus Christ is Lord. And that we are to honor him and keep him first in our life. And that it is the great commandment for us to assemble together especially on the Lord's day. He said, there remaineth no more sacrifice for sins. It's so harsh. God says, I'm not going to cover that. There's no sacrifice for sins. They need to recognize it. They need to repent of it themselves because they're entertaining the spirit of Jeroboam. That spirit that God hated. All of these people, I'm just too busy. I'm just too tired. I've got all. I know that you're enjoying the broadcast, and I wanted to remind you and inform you, if you're interested for more content, you can visit us on all of our social media platforms. You can visit us on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, or even on our website. We're here to revive you and to transform your life. God bless. Oh, you're not too busy, too tired. You got other extracurricular activities that you're doing. It's the spirit of Jeroboam has replaced the influence of the Holy Spirit in your life. Call it what it is. And he set one in Bethel and one in other that he put in Dan. Everyone say Dan. Dan was a tribe. God was so mad with the tribe of Dan, he wiped them out. That when you look at the book of Revelation of 12 tribes of Israel, they're not in there. Because they welcomed all of the idolatry of the sin of Jeroboam. They said, yeah, put it right here. Plant it right here. All we care is prominency. All we care is about numbers. All we care about is growing. There is a principle here that we're trying to accomplish. Oh, it's sobering. It's tight and it is right. Verse 31, and he made a house of high places and made priests of the lowest of the people. Just the lowest of the people. People that have absolutely no principle, no commitment, didn't reverence God, didn't reverence the things of God. Just anybody that just wanted to be in position he said, yeah, we'll put them all in position. It doesn't even matter. Not only that, he started changing the feast of God. The Pacific feast of God. The things that were sacred to God. In a modern translation, the feast would be such as the order of the gospel. The gospel today in this contemporary culture has nothing to do with any repentance. It is accept Jesus. How can you accept Jesus when you ain't repented to Jesus? And this is what we see in our society. But it's the spirit of Jeroboam. Don't repent to Jesus. Don't tell him you want to change. Don't ask him for your help. Just incorporate him into your mess. 
the spirit of Jeroboam. Forget about being baptized in Jesus' name. It doesn't even matter anymore. It's the spirit of Jeroboam. Well, they got baptized. We ain't going to pray for them to get the Holy Ghost. They're all good. No, it's the spirit of Jeroboam. The gospel is still about repentance. And the gospel is still about being baptized in the name of Jesus. I don't care who doesn't like it. I don't care who is around or what's around. It's what the gospel is. I don't care who you are. You need to be filled with the Holy Ghost, with the evidence of speaking with other tongues. Don't resist it. Don't reject it. But seek after it. I don't care who you are. There's still a lifestyle of separation. And Jeroboam ordained the feast of the eighth month and on the 15th day of the month. In other words, he even changed the date. Like unto the feast that of Judah and he offered upon the altar. So did he and Bethel sacrificing unto the calves that he made. And he placed in Bethel the priests of the high, of the high places which he had made. He, he just put people, change the date, don't assemble, make it all convenient for all of them. Change the dates. And so he offered upon the altar, which he had made in Bethel, the 15th day of each month, even in the month which he had devised of his own heart and ordained a feast unto the children of Israel. And he offered upon the altar and burned incense. It was abominable what he was doing. The place where God says he would meet people in worship. He was offering sacrifices that were meaningless to God. He was changing the sacred things to God. A man that God said, I'll do for you what I did for David. I'll bless you how I bless David. All you have to do is seek after me. All you have to do is do your best to honor my commandments, and I'll bless you. And instead, when he came into power, he tore everything down and compromised in every way that his demise came, and not only his demise, his children his lineage, and the spirit of Jeroboam continues to abide. Let's all stand. Jesus. 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 I'll tell you what there needs to be a restoration of is reverence for God. There's such a lack of reverence for God and the things of God. That spirit of Jeroboam. We have to get back to honoring God. Recognize that there's things that are holy, separate unto God. Live in a way where we're seeking after Him to please Him. Stretch your hands to the Lord right now. Come on, open up your heart right now. Come on, every young person, I'm inviting you to seek after God right now. Come on, something needs to be invested in this next generation. Oh, God, deliver this nation. 
Deliver this culture. Deliver our church. Don't let the spirit of Jeroboam interrupt, hinder, or stop your will. Get a hold of us tonight. Get a hold of us tonight. Well, I know that message really stirred us up and provoked us to consider our personal responsibilities to God. It is God's design that we would be faithful to his house. I want to encourage you to maybe visit us at our local campus at Christian Revival Center. Revival Now is a local outlet ministry designed to support Christian Revival Center. I promise you... This is a place that will transform your life. And I never like to conclude without reminding you that you are important to God. God bless.